Hi, I'm Debbie from Property Apprentice, and today we're talking about things that you can and can't do with property transactions at COVID-19 alert level three and four. So I'll start off with level four. When it comes to buying and selling properties, real estate business can only happen if it doesn't require people to break alert level four restrictions. Property in you know, real estate is not considered to be an essential service. So real estate agents can only work remotely. They can't do open homes. They can't do face-to-face meetings or any of the usual things that they do. Virtual open homes can be helpful if you're trying to sell, but if you haven't been able to arrange for videos and things like that to be taken beforehand, it can be pretty tricky to arrange during the lockdown. You can still make offers on a property, so as a buyer you can make offers, but I'd recommend that you make the offer conditional on due diligence for at least 10 days after levels go back to level three. Sale and purchase agreements should be signed electronically. And if you're the seller, offers will often be presented to you by email, phone or video call by the real estate agents rather than face-to-face like they normally would if that was possible. Now, if you're in the middle of a transaction, make sure that you talk to your real estate agent and your lawyer for some guidance around this, especially if it involves a conditional offer and level four restricts your ability to meet the conditions. For example, if you're conditional on a property inspection and a registered valuation, things like that, which you won't be able to get done during level four. So talk to your lawyer and your real estate agent for help with that to negotiate hopefully a delayed due diligence period. You can't move house in alert level four and neither can tenants unless it's um, health and safety issues or in case of emergencies like for example domestic abuse. So settlements if you're looking at purchasing a house, settlements should be delayed until both the buyer and the seller are at least at alert level three or lower. The real estate authority recommends at least 10 days after alert level three. We recommend that you change it to alert level two or lower just because there'll be a lot of delays uh, once we come out of alert level four, lots of backlogs from the conveyancing lawyers, all that sort of thing. So, you know, give yourself some breathing space there. Now, you could settle a property in level four if nobody needs to actually move. So, for example, if you're purchasing a holiday home and you don't have to move into it, then you can settle that property. If the seller is intending on staying on at the property as a tenant, that property can be settled at that point as well. If it's the seller, the homeowner that's staying as a tenant in the property, you will, as the landlord, need to make sure that it meets uh, healthy homes requirements, okay, because it will be considered to be a new tenancy. And so you'll have 90 days in order to uh, bring it up to healthy home standards. So as long as you're in a position, the seller is either able to move out within 90 days or you're able to bring it up to healthy home standards within the 90 days of that new tenancy starting, then that'll be okay. Things like uh, land information, New Zealand, banks, real estate agents and lawyers and conveyances, they're all working remotely under level four conditions. So you should expect delays because they won't have their normal uh, office equipment and things like that available to them in all instances. Pre-settlement inspections can't take place at level four. So you're not going to be able to go around and visit the property just to double check it is as you expect. So this is the reason that it's ideal to delay until both the buyer 
and the seller are at alert level three or lower, unless you're able to do video inspections. But there are increased risks with this for obvious reasons as well. If you're not actually in person looking at the house, uh, there might be things that are missed that you might have picked up if you were actually there yourself. Some other things to take into account at alert level four is that property managers and landlords aren't allowed to do inspections unless they're done virtually by video phone call or anything like that, something like that. It's ideal that uh, those property inspections would be delayed until alert level three or lower. You can contact emergency service providers for emergency repairs, so essential service providers for emergency repairs. So Things like if you've got a tenant that contacts you to say that the hot water cylinder's blown up or the oven needs repairing, things like that, you can contact essential service providers to whip around and fix that. They will have to maintain um, social distancing, wear masks, all that sort of stuff as well. So there will be some different things that they'll have to take into account when they go around to do that repair work. But you can do things like that at level four. Okay, moving on to level three, when it comes to buying and selling property, you can actually move house in level three, and that includes moving to and from a region that is level two or level one, as long as you meet certain criteria. So one of the criteria, for example, is that um, you're allowed to move from, say, alert level three into an area that is alert level two if you're moving permanently to that region. So house movers can also work in alert level three as well, which helps, So and certainly at lower alert levels as well. The property inspectors, valuers and tradies, they can also visit properties at alert level three as long as they comply with public health and the industry guidance. So that's things like two metres social distance, uh, wearing masks and things like that. And also only if the occupants of the property agree so you will have to remember, though, that all of those people, all of those professionals are likely to have a big backlog of work to get through from level four delays. So you will have to allow some extra time in order to get those inspections done. Okay, um, Visits to a property at alert level three are limited to a total of two visits per property per day, and that includes buyers and professionals. It's recommended that you actually only go and view a property at alert level three if you're particularly interested in putting an offer in, or if you're doing your due diligence, make sure that you comply with the rules there. For private viewings, which is level three's view of open homes, the real estate agents can't have any more than two buyers from the same bubble plus themselves, the agent, and potential buyers are not allowed to travel between regions. So you can only go and have a look at a property if it's in the same region that you're in at level three or below. Okay. Viewers aren't allowed to touch anything, so you're not allowed to touch any surfaces and you should wear a face mask. The agent is also supposed to disinfect all the areas after each viewing. And occupants, so anyone who lives in that property, they can't be at home during that property during the viewing. So they'll need to go for a walk or a short drive while people are viewing the property. If you're thinking of selling your house in level three, talk to your real estate agent because you might be best to wait until level two if possible, just to maximize the number of people that can come through and have a look at your property while you've got it on the market. Thanks for watching. Hope that helps.